Hello and welcome to episode 492 of the Leadcast Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan King Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockarts. Hey, yo, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, indeed. Yo, on this episode, we've got two new patrons. Uh, we've got some league cast news. We've got a patch. Uh, we got competitive ranked gameplay update from Riot Games itself. Um, we've got uh, roundtable and then mail fight. And if there's time, we'll do a fun little thing. Uh, but it'll be a little shorter episode. Um, not a lot of news coming out this week. Uh, so, Aiden, why don't you tell us about your week? I played League of Legends. I play League of Legends Ooh, every week now because I like the game. It's very fun. My character is a really good top laner, maybe one yeah. of the best in the game, so it helps a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think my, my mains D1 and then my other two counts are both D2 right now. Uh, nice. Having fun playing that. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to make a push for Master here eventually. Um, but I'm having fun playing League. It's it's really enjoyable overall. Um, I win. Hell yeah, man. I feel like I do well in almost every single one of my games, partially because... If I'm in a bad matchup, I just build a th- uh, Anathema's Chains and then win the lane. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty nice. good item, right? It's a bit nutty. It's a bit nutty. Yeah, the fact that you just get almost a permanent exhaust against one character is insane. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think Aiden also pointed out, that, like, it's such a good item to just, like, be, I'm behind, but I still get to be helpful, right? Like, you can be the the O ten Malphite who, you know, w- without the item, you're still Malphite. But it's like, well, I can just make, you know, I, I can just make that one person's life even worse now. Yeah. Or, or the other side of that, if you're ahead and you build it, there's mm-hmm. no way to, like, your opponent gets back in the game. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so. No, it's, it's nice. stupid. Yeah. It's, it's like, a, it shouldn't be a first item on characters ever, so. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. That's, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. <laughs> yeah uh outside of that um not too much i mean that's kind of all the league that i've been playing i really enjoy the uh sentinels of light event it's really cool i've been kind of following along on the story uh it's only annoying because like i don't i only want to read it when i'm not playing right but when i'm yeah. up, like chanking up i don't want to read through it so i click through it really quick so i've been trying to read through it but it's really cool that you're going through all these different regions and stuff um i saw they're introducing a update to it because turns out they're not giving you nearly enough points to complete everything so yeah after tomorrow the 22nd every every single game you play will just give you 600 points <laughs> oh jesus nice. but they're increasing uh later point requirements yeah yeah like compensate. the last like for example the shadow isles i think is like a four thousand like thing like point thing mm-hmm. so it'd be really hard to grind through it without this so they kind of misjudged yeah. it but they're fixing it because they want people to play through the story it's not like they're holding stuff behind it they just want people to enjoy it so it's mm-hmm. cool um Dope. yeah that that's my week what about you colton um yeah so i didn't play a whole lot of league i think i played maybe four or five games but i'm i'm back to plat two baby Ooh, nice dude i've uh, been playing some uh some leona abusing nonsense no 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 abuse no 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 yeah yeah no i've been playing that busted ass character that's way no, too she got strong. gutted <laughs> I've been playing that busted ass character that's way too strong. She yeah, yeah. gutted my guy. Uh, I also played a couple games with the with the boy Trevorino. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he saw me playing solo queue like the first night. And he was like, "Ooh, you're playing solo queue. Somebody who <laughs> stay up late and play games with me." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. The the boy is 
somewhat back, but I'm still uh, still working on the condo a lot. Uh, actual work has been pretty busy, um, and then I've been I, I got back into Off World Trading Company. Uh, it's a game I really enjoy. There was some some brief talk in one of our Discord servers about maybe trying to get some multiplayer going, but I don't think it's going to happen. But that that reignited my spark with the game, so I've been been doing some off-world trading, you know, doing nice. some stonks on Mars, if you will. So it's a fun game. I enjoy it. But that's about all for my week, so I'll, uh, I'll hand it over to you, buddy. Yo, um... I don't know if I've done anything this week. I played more Mass Effect. We're having a lot of fun with that. Um, went to the beach this weekend. It was uh, really nice for the first time in a long time. Um, oh, I've been my girlfriend and I've been playing through Mario Golf. Uh, game is very infuriating, but we haven't played through the tutorial or anything. So yeah. we're just kind of having fun with it. Um, it's it's fun though. I, I I'm enjoying it. Um, I think that's kind of it. So. Oh, and I, I played a couple, uh, well, not a, more than a couple, uh, a handful of the new game mode, Ultimate Spellbook, um, and it was uh, very fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. I uh, would definitely recommend, um, I, I've i just been picking like random stuff, and then when I lose, I play Silas or Viego and win, win every time, uh, but a lot of fun. Um, so, so you I, think it's like a good game mode overall, like a good addition to like the rotating roster? Like I, I think so too. Um, I do think the novelty of it would wear off like kind of quickly, similar to um, any, I mean, any other game mode, you know? Um, but I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think um, a lot of it relies on, so you don't get to like draft from the entire pool. You pick mm-hmm. your character, you load into the game, and then, you know, for the first 30 seconds, the gates are locked, and then you pick from three randomly chosen um, ultimates uh, from, the, from the pool of available ultimates. So you get some really cool stuff. I mean, I played set with Kane ulti and just had, like, an extra gap closer. Yeah. Um, played Swain with Cho'Gath ulti, and just whenever I ulted, I was a raid boss <laughs> for a while. Um, lots of fun. I've seen uh, some pretty sick combos katarina with olaf ulti uh it was we lost that one <laughs> i'll yeah. tell you what um uh, diego like, uh, with mordekaiser ulti oh, that's disgusting. Crazy. yeah uh, i saw like their uh it was on a dev blog it was like a twitter thread about it it was really mm-hmm. interesting what they did to make that game work so league is a game that's supposed to run on toasters right like it runs yes. on just shit computers and the the reason why you're limited to like three some like three choices or whatever is because they're trying to make shit work for example um the amount of like data that bandwidth whatever the fuck you want to call it like that they can process in a game that's why like uh, abilities like any alt art in the game because summoning stuff is like very oh, intensive on the computers and stuff like that so having extra ultimates just creates like nightmare scenarios for them that's why there's a spooky dragon it's cool that what there's a spooky dragon but because there, there's so much more like uh, oh. data, whatever being used, like to have all these extra summoner uh, ultimates and stuff like that. They realized they couldn't have the different summoners rifts. They yeah. couldn't have all the different dragons and stuff because it was just like fucking like a ton of machines. So they, so they only load in one dragon. Yeah, they only load in one dragon. Uh, Interesting. It, it's cool. It's okay. like it's themed. It's like oh, it's a cool. It's the spooky dragon. It's like very special. Whatever. But like yeah. it's actually saving them like tons of like uh, like hardware room and stuff like to That's make the game run. I yeah. like that. Huh. That's. That that's really wild to me. Yeah, they're just like, hmm. All of these ultimates are slowing everything down. What if we went back to one dragon? 
I, yeah. I don't know if how much you guys have played, but the dragon is really interesting. Um, it adds, I think, half a percent, uh, uh, like as a as a dot every second um, to turret damage. Oh, um, so when you hit a turret, it takes half a point five percent of its health in in damage every second. Uh, you know, over the duration, and that scales up to two with four. And then when you get all of them, you essentially get a guardian angel where you. <laughs> it's sort of like a cyan passive. Yeah, uh, you come back to life, you rapidly decay, and then you die at the end. That's really cool. Uh, but it, it's yeah, it's really cool. I like it a lot. It doesn't feel super. I mean, so Dragon Soul does because like a team wide revive. Yeah. You know, on a five minute cooldown is really strong. But you know, each dragon before that doesn't feel too like crazy. It's uh, it's so, fun. Uh, I would definitely recommend it. Replace Wind Drake with Spooky Drake and Wind Map with Shadow Isles Map. But, I mean, basically. Um, my my yeah. my piece of advice to anyone looking to get into it is like pick a very like self sufficient character, um, uh, like who doesn't even like who doesn't need that second summoner spell. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that should be pretty obvious. Um, but like junglers have to take smite, so you don't get flash or ghost <laughs> or ignite or anything like that. You have to take smite, uh, and then the ultimate spell book, um, or the yeah the ultimate spell book. So uh, pick. Very self-reliant characters, and then uh, have fun with it. Yeah, um, just like one more thing on about the like taxing thing. Sure. I, 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 the thing that I pretty sure I'm read, I read was that Gwen's alt is the most taxing alt that they have like available out of all of them. I think makes sense. Yeah, which I guess that's just probably because it's like so new and stuff. Like just it's creating so many different like they projectiles or whatever, especially yeah. the, like, later ones. Uh, but I thought it was really interesting because I wouldn't think of Gwen's alt as being like that taxing, but it makes sense of like what it's generating and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it generates like, I, I don't know, 18, you know, yeah. particles just from, yeah. just from the, the knives alone. So yeah, it's just really yeah, cool. Super it's really cool. cool. Also, Hurlty's fucking great. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So I think that's it for me. Let's jump into the show. We've got two new patrons this week. Shout out to T1 Sharko and Fritz. Thank you guys for your support. We appreciate it a bunch. Uh, Aiden, do we have any league cast news? Uh, I don't think we have too much stuff. Um, I do want to still host a league of legends tournament. I've just been super busy with stuff in the last couple weeks. So I'll probably host that sometime in August. Uh, it'll probably be just a regular ass five, five tournament. I'll put signups and stuff in our discord. So be sure to be in our discord. Uh, I am going to stream making a Tom Kench tier list, uh, matchup tier list, uh, this week. Cause Ooh. I need to put that in my guide. Spoilers. I'm working on a new Tom Kench guide. Um, and I'm gonna have that uh, all up in the next like month or so, but nothing too much like League of Legends related. We did record our um, Zed talks. You guys recorded that on Friday. That's up on our Patreon for one dollar. It'll be up on our yeah. YouTube for free in a month's time. Uh, so you can check that out for one dollar on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/LeagueCast. Nice. Let's get into the patch, patch eleven fifteen, uh, the Sentinels of Light uh, patch continuation. Um, so the, they talked about initially uh, the the um, point progression. Uh, so they've added new points, like Aiden was saying uh, earlier, um, to, to earlier missions. Uh, as for actual changes, Action will be uh, coming this 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 patch. Action, I don't know. Uh, July twenty second, tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow for uh, for. He everybody. is excited for him. Um, I mean, probably not excited to play him, but I'm excited, I'm excited for him to be in the game. I'm excited for Reddit to be wrong about his W. Yeah, I, I definitely like. There's definitely going to be pull, like clips of like his W just oh, yeah. fucking being the most infuriating thing in League of Legends. But oh, for sure, I do think that's 100 games like type shit. Maybe even more that, than that. Mm-hmm. 
that's what I think is a really important thing to realize is like, yeah, it's it's going to happen. You're going to see those clips and it's going to seem like, holy shit, this character is disgustingly busted. But like play him for like 20 games and see if you get like a huge, meaningful, you know, or a team revive off of it like that. I I saw a, a, like a meme thing uh, on Reddit that was like, um, imagine showing someone like from like 2012, like a clip of Viego killing all five members of your team by turning into them and killing another member with their kit and then your action killing them and reviving <laughs> your entire team to like someone like back in 2012 yeah, that's so Ugh. funny this is this is the league of legends you have to look forward to and they're just like i quit now yeah. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go play heroes of new earth that game is going somewhere yeah <laughs> i don't think heroes of new earth was around in 2012 anymore <laughs> i don't know man in around there yeah i mean what so that was Season year two, three, year two, yeah. I think I think Han was still around. I mean, they were they were already dead. dying, yeah. if not dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. dope. Uh, so Akshan's out. Annie, her Q ratio is increased by decreased. Uh, point decreased. That looks oh, like a six, decreased. but it's an eight. She's gutted. Yeah, sorry, it went from point eight to point seven five. So mm-hmm. all you Annie abusers out there, uh, not not really a major change. You're probably gonna do like one less damage. Yeah. Um, Aurelian Soul's Q uh, is getting its cooldown increased, which I think is fine. I don't think that. I don't think like the one yeah. second on it's gonna change him at all. So. Here's a change that I really don't like. Blitzcrank base armor is up to forty base. Q damage is increased. Uh, by 20 at all ranks and the, uh, and ratio. And the and AP ratio plus, is up by 20% yeah. <laughs> AP crank I, AP like, crank I feel like you like we shouldn't be loading even more power into probably the single most game changing basic ability in the game I think Nick if it hits someone they should die <laughs> <laughs> I mean okay but then Blitzcrank should lose an arm yeah, they, no. They should uh, they should replace Blitzcrank with Spooky Blitzcrank, and you just pull their soul out. I do they like have, the they idea have to of... run back to their body to, to be able to move it. Yeah, nope, I do like no, the idea of Blitzcrank's ultimate being like he can use a second arm to grab people. So like you have two uh, robot Ooh. grabs, and if you grab them with both abilities at the same time, so you're using them together rather than like one after another, it just rips just them in half and kills. Yeah, them. rip them in half. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah I, he's I don't got know. one like, pull arm and one push arm, and that's yeah. when he tears you in half. <laughs> His Q is already like such a good ability that I feel like putting even more into it's kind of not good. I guess but, like yeah, the I, only thing is if the character needs to get buffed, right? I don't know if it's good making the character like good if he doesn't hit hooks, right? Like it's the that's is, true, is yeah. the other design point, right? Mm-hmm. Like if his yeah. E is like a lower cooldown, or his W has like it, it's even faster, or his ultimate is like stronger or whatever like at what mm-hmm. point does he become a good enough support that you're playing him without hitting hooks right and that's yeah, probably yeah. Can just be enough, threatening a hook always and never have to actually throw it yeah i i like the idea of let's crank having like really high base armor and like a 40 i think is, is maybe too high uh but like i i kind of wish that they went harder on like character base stats like that where it's like you could make Blitzcrank have like crazy armor at level one, like no magic resist, or you know, or you could have it be that, like I don't know, his mana scales into his armor or something. Like you could. Oh, we do love double double dipping abilities. Yeah, yeah, we love that. We love that. Um, but 
I don't know, man. Like again, thematically, I like it. Obviously, base stats are are really hard to yeah, yeah. make thematic like that because like all of the big beefy characters would be even bigger and beefier, and your mm-hmm. like Teemo would have one hundred base health. Yeah, but my rule should be no character should have more armor than the armor armadillo level one. Honestly, honestly. yeah, that's true. That's cool. true. He shouldn't have more than Ramus. How much does Ramus have at level one? Thirty-six. Oh well, it's because he's a jungler, so he can't have high armor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he also gets like eighty from his W. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what's crank change. Caitlin Q damage ratio increased later. Uh, I'm fine so with that. it's the same at level one, but plus point two at max rank. I'm assuming this is supposed to be like at some point you can actually throw out cues without losing DPS is the idea, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. It's kind of insane that this is almost 200% AD ratio yeah. on, a, on a basic ability. <laughs> I also think it's funny that like all you have to do to make it not worse is have its animation time scale with attack speed. Yeah. Would she, would she be too good then? I mean, you know, you'd have to then lower the hell out of the damage, but like when they did that to Jinx W, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that, fair. That's all you have to do because, I, again, and I this is one thing in in terms of their design that I hate is the idea that like playing this AD carry optimally means not casting one of your abilities because mm-hmm. casting it is worse. Like, I do I think, think that's very rare and almost exclusively a Caitlyn problem. Oh yeah, it's it's very um, very uncommon that stopping to cast an ability is going to lower your DPS. But yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, yeah, it's like just that's a clear point to say, like, this is not great design that, you know, if you have to make a choice between like two ways to do damage and it's like, hey, you can do a bunch if you hit the skill shot or you can be, you know, consistent by doing the point and clicks. Like, I'm fine with those choices, but this is mm-hmm. just, oh, using your abilities, which is like the major selling point of the game is look at all these cool characters and their fun abilities, but yeah. don't use this one because using it is bad yeah anyway uh who wants to tell us about cassiopeia aiden sure. does sure yeah her <laughs> ease getting increased damage which i don't think it's really needed but i, I think it's not yeah. that big of a deal the it's, biggest thing it's is increased like the... in power damage so it only works if the, the poison's on him yeah just like it's i just think like the biggest Charity thing is a trillion damage with it sorry yeah like the the power damage is doubled like at the first point which like mm-hmm. how much does it do like 50 base pro- plus the empowered is like 10 originally now it's like 20 or something like that it's something a along lot. those lines um which is like kind of a big increase but it's also i don't know i don't think she's honestly that crazy of a character she's just like a little bit oppressive with that early like q into e like trade pattern yeah yeah it's not as bad if as you get it hit used with to be, but oh definitely not because the poison actually matters except if you get hit with it you just get fucked mm-hmm. uh yeah. gwen her e bonus attack speed has been decreased early Loses 20% at level 1. Yeah, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Relia, W damage ratio has been decreased, and the damage reduction on her W is also decreased. Yeah, there's W max Irelia's this patch. Uh, did did you see, I mean, do you crazy. see how much like base damage it does, though? Like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Lot. It's yeah. crazy. New Irelia is like a huge with the changes. Like, she procs her passive so fucking easily. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, awesome. Uh, next is Kale, whose base magic resist is getting uh, reduced. Mid Kale is like huge this patch. Uh, I'm glad they're like nerfing yeah. her a little bit. She got away like way mm-hmm. too like safely for being a melee mid <laughs> early. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's just so much sustain in like 
but runes and items early yeah, yeah there's so much to say in runes and items and then there's just like the idea of like playing safe having your jungler around and like i, I don't know man i i think that most of the hyperscalers in the game are not weak enough early yeah like kale and cassadin are, are the, the big two i'd say but even like i mean jump out to ad carry with kogma um it's like i mean just kogma just hooks all game <laughs> i think kogma's insane kogma's so. like one of the best ad carries in the game in my opinion um <laughs> Yeah, but uh, man, but she is not weak enough early. I think like the only thing that's holding characters like Kale, Cassid, and whatever back is like game time. Like they're not yeah, that definitely. weak early. It's just that they're like late game is still a little bit too far off. I think mm-hmm. um, Kale was like someone who's crossing mm-hmm. over the line of being like pretty strong at like mid game. But like I don't know, man. If game time gets extended five minutes, characters like Cassid and their early game isn't weak enough to like justify how strong they are later so yeah yeah, right so like if if the average character is like a you know a a 10 on the scale yeah you know right like these early weak characters should start at a five and get up to a 10 and then like eventually hit 15 and what we'll call is like the power level yeah whatever but it's like they start at like 8.5 sit at nine for 15 minutes and then all of a sudden hit like 18 yeah and you're just like oh okay so now they're like twice as strong as everyone else even though they only started like one or two ticks down and like again they're they're just okay for like the first 20 minutes yeah but not bad enough to justify i think how ridiculously strong and like 1v90 they are late game Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Uh, anyway kenan uh, Q damage increased an early game character uh, I think you know plus 10 damage plus 0.5 AP definitely gonna definitely gonna bring this character back I think this is like like hey try try playing this character type thing like yeah. he might just be out of meta because yeah. like he's like just underplayed right now but who knows we'll see uh, yeah I, th- I still think good play good Kenan players are gonna do fine on Kenan yeah mm-hmm. uh, Mordekaiser W cooldown decreased stored post mitigation damage from damage dealt increased so you got a little bit more um uh uh shield with your with the damage you deal and the shield is on a lower cooldown yeah you guys should try playing at jungle uh listeners uh my duo plays at jungle a fair bit like he's a really good mordekaiser player but um he thinks it's really good uh, i would at least try it it's i think mord's highest win rate role right now is jungle um but we'll have to see where it goes he's kind of well, he just gets to completely bypasses like shitty early game yeah just crazy, crazy. Um, awesome. Next is Nidalee, whose base health and health growth is increased. Uh, I don't know if that's needed, but it's fine. I, I don't think it's like that big of a deal. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, Rel W cooldown is decreased by two seconds flat. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Rel. I was yeah. gonna say for Nidalee, just, the only thing, just never don't don't buff Nidalee's early clear speed, please. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Cool. Also, don't give her back her old Q. Uh, Rumble though. <laughs> On to the next character. Um, they are adjusting his heat system a little bit. Uh, no, just bug fixes. I, I saw all of these things, and it looks like they're yeah. all just bug fixes and other quality of life stuff. Um, so if you're a Rumble player, I think check those out. I don't want to dig into all the details. The first one is the really big one that yeah. uh, we should probably read. Uh, fixed a bug where his heat would start decaying at inconsistent times instead of the intended four seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that was the yeah. thing with, like, sometimes you could hit 100 heat um, level one, and sometimes you couldn't mm-hmm. because, like, 
it would just be random based on like tick rate or like whatever of the server or like whatever the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. Um, another yeah, like big nice. change is that they're making it so you can't like cast multiple abilities like as you're like about to overheat sort of thing because you could get all your abilities in at like 80. Um, but now as soon as you like use one ability that would bring you to 100, you're locked out, um, which is kind of cool. So good. That's the way it should be. That's the way it's intended, I think, for sure. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Cool. Um, next is Shivana, whose Q uh, uh, cooldown is decreased early and damage ratios are increased. Shivana, I've been seeing a lot of Shivana, like a weird um, Frostfire type build on her. Um, Interesting. But maybe she actually isn't that good. I've just seen like a fair bit of her yeah. recently. Um, so this is, I just want to say, a two second cooldown buff at, at first rank. And then scaling down to the same, and then it's it's a bonus to the AP ratio, not the AV ratio. Oh, okay. Um, so mm-hmm. I would say for as I think definitely the the biggest Shivana player out of all of us, um, I this is actually I think pretty huge because you max W typically mm-hmm. for jungle shiv, so two seconds unless off. Your AP. Um, hmm? Yeah, you yeah unless your AP, AP, if you're yeah. AP, you max E, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but either way, um, if you, you're never maxing Q first. Yeah, yeah. on either ability. Um, or on either build. Yeah, on either build. So that two seconds off this for the ability you typically are going to be maxing either second or third is just going to increase your clear time significantly. And like two seconds off this one in particular, since you're already getting a reset on all your attacks a little <laughs> bit, um, is even more so like... It compounds on itself a little bit. I think, again, like an AP on hit build is going to be pretty nutty with this. Like even that extra, I mean, extra 0.2 AP ratio to that is, yeah. Maybe I got to bring back my solo funnel Shivana. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. My solo dolo. Uh, (laughs) Silas, Q detonation damage increased. W heal decrease. Are they are they finally making this character the Q max Q actual damage? No, they, they aren't. But they added ten base damage to it. Yeah, oh, no, ten at, at first rank, and then it, it, it scales up. Honestly, all of his abilities are are max worthy. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, all of his stuff is nuts. But I like this change a lot. Moving his heal away from, or moving his power away from the, just the spamming W heal to actually like having to land your one. <laughs> skill shot uh but it packing quite a punch is uh I, I like that change yeah it fits a lot more for his character i think uh syndra they're reverting the 10 13 mana nerf um her q now costs uh, 20 less mana at level one so really big change actually yeah yeah i find uh, it funny that that like they they added 20 and then, right, they were like, it was effective, and then, you know, all this other sort of thing. Then they're just completely reverting it. Like, couldn't you just go down to 10? Yeah. If, like, you really felt it was that much of a problem, yeah. or maybe, like, 15? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like 20, 20 mana on a spammable ability like that seems wild that they were like, well, 20 didn't work, so let's just revert it. Instead yeah. of, what if we lowered it to 10? <laughs> and that was almost, uh, that was more than an entire year ago, too, so... Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that she's less present in pro, I, I can't wait for her to come back and they give her that back. I mean, she's still being picked in, in pro play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, up next, our boy Thresh. Uh, his cooldown on his E is increased 
Uh, looks like about two seconds at the first level and down to one second at max rank, so a little <laughs> yeah. bit more early. I think that's yeah. fine. I, I think he's like still like one of the best supports in the game, and I think he will be for a while. Um, next is Viego, whose Q base damage is being decreased. His bonus attack damage versus monsters is in- sorry, bonus uh, damage against monsters is increased, and his healing uh, from damage against marked minions is decreased. So this is mainly aimed to get him out of lane. Uh, so we're going to see less lane Viego because they nerfed his healing for monsters uh, from fifty percent or minions from fifty percent to ten percent. Uh, so he can't really sustain in lane as well. Um, but they're giving him a little bit um, of power against monsters, um, which is nice. So they'll try to push him a little bit more in the jungle, a little bit uh, out of like mid lane, which is cool. This character is absolutely insane. I don't know how he isn't. I mean, he probably is, but like pick band every single game. It's it's insane. Yeah. I mean, I just think any like character that can kind of like solo in fights is always going to be like a solo Q terror. And he definitely fits into mm-hmm. that category like extremely well. I, I think like as long as you have the patience to, like wait for the first reset you just win like yeah. you you win every fight and there's no like way to stop that it's it's very much like katarina but a lot harder to to shut down you can't just ccm and then kill yeah them, i was you know? gonna say like what what if katarina when she killed somebody went in untargetable for half a second yeah yeah <laughs> and that, that occurred to be pretty fucked right yeah definitely cool uh, yeah next we've got wukong uh they're lowering his base health regen by 1.5 because uh sitting in lane and getting all your health back for free is not very interactive his passive also gave him a lot of health regen Mm -hmm. which is problematic to say the least for sure Uh, especially with such high i mean four per five is really high i feel like yeah um so uh finally zaya her ultimate cooldown is decreased by 20 to 30 seconds at max rank that's pretty big actually I think Zaya is pretty bad. Like the reality is, like AD carry is definitely a role where you're always playing meta shit, and uh, mm-hmm. I just don't think she holds up compared to like other AD carries, like even close to yeah, as well. yeah. Her damage cool. is definitely uh, uh, um, backside loaded versus frontside yeah. loaded. Yeah, I, I which also is think. What most are, are. I think also shield bow made Zaya kind of weak because that was one of the few things that she had that other AD carries didn't was like. You can survive any assassin diving in on you. Yeah. With Zaya ult, but now everybody can just go shield bow and be like, "Lol, nice try." Yeah. I mean, I'm still of the opinion that shield bow kind of sucks on everyone, not Samira. Um, but I, I think that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, like obviously it's not going to save you in every case, but it, it makes every AD carrier or gives them the potential to be a lot safer. Yeah, which was always one of the big strengths of Zaya is that like if you have a dive heavy team, yeah, like I don't care if your fizz ult hits or you have your malphite, like I just get to R and cancel mm-hmm. one or two big abilities. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, next is Hallbreaker. So Hallbreaker is getting some changes this patch. Apparently, it's a pretty weak item, which uh, I haven't seen very much of it. So I, I'm just not sure if people aren't using it right or what. But um, Hall, uh, they are increasing the um bonus resistances that you get from it uh from level 18 sorry from level 9 to 18 
um, and they're increasing the minion bonus resist that it gets from uh, level nine to eighteen. So like, God, po- so much. Halfway through the game or so, you're you're gonna get a little bit more armor and magic resist when you're split pushing with this item. Which honestly, I think part of the reason is that you build chains, and chains is just a better item at shutting down a single character. So like, mm-hmm. if you have someone hull breakers, like they're tanky and they like can push towers fast, but they can't fight the person who has chains on them who's sidelining versus them is like my I think the issue. But I also could be like overreacting like based on chains. So I don't know. It's hard to say, right? Yeah, I feel like it's not even like like you're saying people not using it correctly. I feel like people just aren't buying it. Like yeah. I don't think I've seen it in any of my games. I mean, it's super niche, right? Like only split pushers are going to use it. I saw a Darius build it once, and I don't I don't know why he built it, and it was just bad. But mm-hmm. it's interesting. I, I like the concept of the item, but I think it it's not super healthy in its current iteration for the game. But yeah. we'll have to see where it goes from. Here. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, and then some Ultimates public updates. Uh, definitely check it out. We're not going to read through all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, ranked three, uh, or I'm sorry, ranked split three starts uh, Sunday, August 8th at midnight local time for your region. Uh, Clash starts uh, July 24th and 25th. Uh, and then there's another one August 7th and 8th. Uh, lots of bug fixes and then some upcoming six skins. We've got Sentinel Graves, Pike, Rengar, uh, Ruined Misfortune, Cyber Pop action and uh unbound excuse me unbound thresh they're still not uh fixing the tom kench bug by the way the one with uh shen timo and uh what's the other character shen timo and Jax. where if you auto into like an like a thing that you can't auto attack it just drops all your passive stacks off of them interesting Uh, four weeks now um but yeah anyways what's your favorite skin out of these i think they're all sick uh, I watched the skin spotlight video on Pike, and his chromas are so fucking crazy good. Um, boy, I think like right off the bat, let me let me pull up the, the them real quick, because I I think Pike looks okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I really like Graves. He's really cool. I think I I think I like Graves the most. I think That's it's just a solid one. skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it, Graves always looks cool in all of his skins, like. He's he's got a pretty good archetype to just look cool because right it's just like big gun and a gritty guy yeah mm-hmm. but I'm I'm with the I'm with the 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 misfortune simp train always always simp for Sarah Fortune she rides a fucking like ghost shark in a recall I'm pretty sure oh that's pretty cool uh, yeah that's pretty cool she can ruin me any day yeah <laughs> nom saying Jesus I know what you're saying. I want, I, I, yeah, I want her to shoot me 47 times with her stupid ultimate. True. <laughs> awesome. Uh, um, so that's the patch. Yeah, Aiden, you want to talk to us about this uh, competitive gameplay update? What are they talking about? Yeah, so Riot put out a thing today about competitive gameplay mid-year update. So they go over a ton of shit. Uh, the first stuff they talk about is their behavioral systems. Like, hey, how do people get banned? Uh, yada, yada, yada. Like, uh, you guys said that if we if I report people in Champions in, uh, champion Select, it will, like, ba- uh, get them, like, fucked up or whatever um so they pretty well said like in general they're doing a better job at like calling out afks and like uh um, dodging and stuff like that they're trying to fix all those issues um one of the biggest things is that they said hey our in champion select reporting doesn't really do shit (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um 
wow. uh, they're like they say like we've talked about this over the last time about nine months where we said it was coming unfortunately we, have, we haven't been able to make this a prom this promise a reality uh so currently we're looking at uh what we can do to hook up champion select reports to post game report categories and penalties uh so i don't know why the fuck they can't get if i report someone for trolling me in champions like to get them like like banned or whatever but apparently that doesn't yeah. work so that that's a weird thing i, I don't really explain why mm-hmm. it doesn't work um maybe it's like back end stuff but it feels like a very easy thing that even if you don't ban them just like have it go on the record of like hey a ton of people have been reporting this person so therefore mm-hmm. if they get reported post game the penalty is probably a little more severe like anything like that i, I feel like would be a good hmm. system i think that it's probably like really tough to figure out the waiting and mm-hmm. then like how it's going to interact where it's like uh, how does a lobby report interact with an AFK report versus an intentional feeding versus like a hate speech report? Like mm-hmm. how do those interact? A- at the very least, I imagine that they're at least smart enough that they're like storing this data on these reports and that once they have a system, they can at least like use that data to test it and, and look into it a little more. Yeah. Um, you know, I would, I would hope that they don't then jump back and be like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to ban you for something that happened a year and a half ago. But, uh, I mean, even if they do, uh, you know, if it's a justified report and a justified ban, whatever, don't be toxic. Yeah. Like overall, I think all their systems are like pretty good for the most part. I I feel like I very often when I report someone will get a instant feedback report in the next like day or two. Uh, They have talked about how like their systems are getting stronger at like, for example, if you, if someone's like typing hate speech or something like that, um, if they AFK in a game, previous reports of like something like hate speech will help speed up them getting banned for like AFKing or whatever. Right. So like if they're, if they're AFK, like, and, but they're also just a toxic shitbag. It was like, hey, this person probably AFK'd because he's like a lunatic, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is a system they don't have fully rolled out, but they're planning on rolling out um, by the end of the year, I think they said here. Um, it's, it's really cool. I, I think overall, League does pretty a good job with like reporting and stuff like that. Definitely some issues with like the AFKs and uh, stuff like that and just like the remake yeah. accounts and stuff. But overall, I think they've been constantly improving. They're pretty like open with explaining their process and stuff. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next they talk about in like their actual ranked like matchmaking um they're pretty happy with how it currently is usually games have um everyone within like one division of each other which is really really good i definitely get some whack games sometimes like maybe like one in 50 games it's just like you're in a completely different elo for some reason um but for the most part it's like been pretty good i haven't really noticed any like crazy elo disparities or anything um so it seems like they're doing a pretty good job uh with that we're, de- we're also on like a lower population server so i think there it's probably a lot harder to matchmaking for that um they also go into talking about dynamic position popularity and autofill um they're potentially going to reduce autofill rates as low as uh, 0.6 of all games currently at 2.2 uh, to 5 percent which is a huge reduction hopefully that will like go live soon that would be huge um and this change will allow them to reduce queue times by up to 10 percent across all mmrs i would love 10 percent reduced queue time on my five minute queue that'd be so fucking sick um hmm. they definitely do have some issues like sometimes you definitely do get into lobbies where like you have like three people autofilled that could just switch roles or whatever um, yeah and there's mm-hmm. like obviously there's something there that's not going right so hopefully if this rolls out properly um we'll see a lot better like uh actual like matchmaking with like autofills and dynamic positioning and stuff like that so nice. good sounds like they're committed to improving the quality of ranked which is yep. uh important <laughs> yeah the other things they talk about is that they're going to keep uh 
increasing their pre-made skill balance because they want if you're like a pre-made they want the other team to have a pre-made as well because it turns out it's very very useful to have uh pre-made oh, yeah, on your team absolutely definitely inflates your elo a little bit um they also talk about dynamic map advantage so blue side typically in like i remember the good old days where blue side just had like a 52 percent win rate all the time mm-hmm. like in season yeah. one league of legends they've done stuff like creating like a little bit of like a map offset and settings and stuff like that um but obviously based on how patches are say if dragon's really really strong it's definitely beneficial to be on blue side because you have an easier way to steal dragon right because you can steal it from mm-hmm. behind the wall um so they said they're gonna look at this on like a patch to patch basis and see if they need to adjust um matchmaking because the way currently the way they currently do it is uh red side will always have higher mmr than blue side because blue side has a higher uh percentage win rate based on just side advantage um but for example if dragon's like uber strong one patch and like blue side's win rate is like say 53 percent or whatever they'll just uh make it so red side just has even slightly better players than they currently do which interesting they're just trying to make it so it's a fair game because there are advantages that they can't fix they're just systematic advantages um they're not gonna hmm. nerf dragon because blue side's win rate is too strong right um but it, it's interesting I'm, I'm really happy that they talk about stuff like this um nice. on to other stuff they talk about rank decay hey nick uh it sounds like we're gonna get a change where diamond players don't have to play four games a month because that's fucking Poggers. ridiculous uh they it is to- ridiculous <laughs> I, I was thinking about the other that the other day it is not like i i love league of legends but i <laughs> don't want to play a ranked game a week <laughs> it feels like we're not at the elo where it's like we exactly need to be grinding this game to play competitively yeah. or whatever yeah um, they talk about how like uh master tier plus and high diamond players um are hopefully in the future gonna be able to take a couple weeks off from playing league uh without uh <laughs> decaying like so far because in master tier you have to play a game a day stacking up to 10 games each game stacks one game or each day stacks mm-hmm. one game uh or other way around but um so hopefully it'll be like maybe like 14 days for Master Tier and maybe like each game stacks two and maybe for Diamond you still will it'll go back to like the one game a month because playing four is a little a little wacko or even That's if it like lot. stacked up yeah. 14 days rather than seven days per game in Diamond I think that'd be fine yeah. as well just something that's like yeah. a little bit more reasonable. I, I think there's also like uh, the system is right there at, at the very top to keep people from like Elo camping. And then I think they eventually put it in diamond to like try and stop people from sitting at at D four forever and ever mm-hmm. and ever without ever playing. But like, it's such a hard thing to do. And I think that again, it's it's hard to make a determination of like, right? Because you can just play the bare minimum to keep your thing, and then you're still kind of just camping. Yeah. But I, I don't. Yeah. It's it's a really weird thing because obviously it's it's really frustrating to be in a game with somebody who's like hey this is my one game of two weeks and i haven't and i haven't been playing at all yeah like and it's enjoy, not their fault either yeah <laughs> yeah but like enjoy, let's let's enjoy this loss together so that i don't have to play again because this loss affects me you know it is a positive when compared to the alternative yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah it's 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 a weird system they talk about a really interesting thing that we don't really have much detail on they talk about uh like social like ranked leagues so if you like click on your ranked league and you you can scroll up and see like for example if i scroll up to master tier in my league i can see trevor because like i play with him a lot or if i scroll down i can probably see nick in like d3 or d4 or whatever you're in on one of my accounts nick because we're on our yeah. friends list but then there's just yeah. a ton of people that i have no idea who the fuck these people are and just i don't know why those, i can yeah. see them <laughs> so they're planning on making a thing so when you're in ranked lobby you can see the progress of all your friends like maybe you compared to all your friends in like one big friends list leaderboard which i think huh. is cool um who knows how this will actually be done but 
I think it's a cool idea if like you just had a rank leaderboard of everyone on your friends list. That would be a cool way of doing it, I think. Yeah, that would be cool. It's a little bit better That'd than be just awesome. a bunch of randoms. <laughs> a bunch of randoms in Timo's vanguards. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully that's a cool change. And then the last thing is they talk about competitive rewards. Um, so the only thing I don't like here is they're talking about flex. So flex is going to have different sets of chromas than Solo Q and Duo Q this season. Okay. So um, I'm assuming they're going to do their flex. like gold, plat, diamond whatever yeah. uh, chromas so there'll probably be like a different version of all those chromas for flex Q. so uh interesting make sure you get your flex rewards this season because they're gonna get something uh, a little different hmm and then we gotta get the boys back together run some flex <laughs> yeah so. we'll get the boys back together too bad we can't queue with four people and we don't have five <laughs> we'll have to get quinn yeah um yeah we'll have to get quinn and buy five and end the chains. yeah we've got, um, we've got a couple of listeners who are high low yeah yeah <laughs> And then the last thing is the Clash Rewards. They want to make Clash Rewards feel like something that's actually like earned, so you'll be able to showcase them off a little bit more. They don't really know how they're going to do it, but uh, they might have like an award case or like something for like banners and stuff like that to showcase because currently it's like, hey, I got my Clash trophy, and then it kind of sits on Summoner's Rift sometimes, but I'm not sure yeah. if it cho- how it chooses which one. I'm not sure. It's very strange, but either way, they're trying to make you feel good about your accomplishments, and I think it's a good uh, direction. Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Let's uh, let's do a fun little th- a fun little thing real quick. Uh, it won't be too long. I only got um, <laughs> two of these sections that a uh, section that I'm calling odd one out. Yep. Uh, I am going to read two Reddit threads that I found mm-hmm. on the new section of the subreddit, and uh, one thread that I made up. You guys have to choose the one that I made up. Oh, God. If you answer first, you get two points. If you answer <laughs> second uh, correctly, you get one point. Uh, incorrectly answering bars you from answering again. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to read you three. And, and like I said, just, just pick the one that I, that I made up. Okay. Number one, how can Varus have two guys in him? <laughs> like, how is it possible two guys inside him and he's still able to shoot arrows accurately? It's like he doesn't feel pain or no death would be perfect pair for Evelyn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> bard two. I see here all the time about how Seraphine is Sona 2.0, but I never see anyone talk about Bard and Zoe, and as Bard main, I want to fix this. In the lore, Bard is all-powerful protector of powerful relics and someone who warns of bad things that are going to happen. What is Zoe? You guessed it. Powerful space girl who warns people that bad things are going to happen. Why is Riot so obsessed with making existing characters and making them cuter slash more profitable? Okay. And number three, how is Tyler when locking in Yasuo a troll, but locking in Zara support above gold uh, Elo not. I mean, Zareth support is legit horrible and just free gold whenever the enemy picks an engage support, which is 90% of the time. Zareth needs levels and gold, which support doesn't give access to, and his only CC is E, which is very easy to dodge. Such a long title, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if Nick would go through the effort of writing that much. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in and say it's the first one. Okay. <laughs> the Varus two guys? Yeah. I it might, is not Varus two I, guys. I know that that's wrong. But... <laughs> um, I'm going to YOLO here. I don't think okay. any of them are written by Nick. Ooh, that would be spicy. So they are written by me. One of oh. one of these is. Oh, okay. I um, for sure. Damn. That was that was super spicy. Um, uh, it is the bard one. <laughs> I wrote yeah. that one. I'm, just, I'm like, there's no way Nick's written out one of these things. Yeah. That, I, when you said that, Aiden, I was like, that sounds right, man. It does. Yeah. It does. I, I wouldn't hit you guys with that first <laughs> first up. I think yeah. that would be crazy. <laughs> uh, all right. And then I've got one more of these. Okay. Uh, because it 
guys, it's fucking hard to write something like this. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> man, those threads, oh. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. does virus how would he so, got two guys in him how that one that, that one inspired this whole thing i was like oh this is perfect i'm yeah. gonna do this all right next one number one why does riot hate talia title says it all constantly nerfed in both jungle and the mid lane but guys like diana and elise are allowed to be jungle and laner number two ten years later i'm finally cured i don't give a shit about league anymore ama well, it happened. I'm 28 and I have no desire to play anymore, nor do I care about events and buffs and skins. How long did you guys last? Number three, hypersexualization of male characters. Why? Okay, Rakan, Kane, Silas, Set, Yone, Viego, Pike are shirtless. And even the last skins, like Thresh and Zareth, are shirtless. The new champions are also shirtless. Uh, why are you guys say that Kaisa was a mistake? Because she actually has a cleavage while seven of eight of the last male champions are shirtless. I mean, this is very cringe when you say that a cleavage is a mistaken, but seven of eight last male champions are shirtless for no reason. Do not misunderstand me. I'm not against sexy characters, but if you guys are actually releasing all male champion like shirtless and over sexualized, I'm sorry, <laughs> over sexualized. Why are you afraid to do the same to the last female character since Kaisa? Question mark. Gwen, Rel, Seraphine, Samira, Lilia, Senas, Kiana, Yumi, Nico, and please stop to develop skins like a Thresh Rent Boy, Shirtless, or Zareth Human, or Wukong Human and Student. It absolutely killed the original essence. This is very cringe too. I, I don't think it's it, but I'm locking in a, a, a cleavage. Uh, Kaisa a cleavage. <laughs> a cleavage. It's not Kaisa cleavage. <laughs> Um, can you re remind me what the first two were in vague terms? Like yeah, uh, number one was uh, Riot Hates Talia, and number okay. two is I'm 28 and I don't care about this game anymore. It's, got, it's gotta be that. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Why does Riot hate Talia? <laughs> I don't know. Boy, uh, oh, I didn't see this. I So I, I didn't read all of the... Uh, the hypersexualization one, but I knew that was going to be a winner. Was that that was the whole post, or that was the title? That was so the title. So the title is usually just the first like yeah. sentence that I'll say in uh, it. Okay, okay, that's fine. So I think that one was hypersexualization of male characters. Why three question marks? Uh, okay, yeah, I I thought when it, when you started with that, I was like, oh, this is Nick's, and he's going to talk <laughs> about how hot Tarek is. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, then he boy. didn't really even talk about Tarek, and I was like, this couldn't be Nick. Yeah. He would have brought up Tarek. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Good, good uh, section. I'll try, to, I'll try to get some more. Um, yeah. it's, it's, I feel brain cells losing, like, going yeah. out the window whenever I try to make these up. <laughs> I think this so. would be, like, also a fun one for, like, our listeners to submit, like, yeah. a couple of these. Oh, like, absolutely. If you guys see any, like, fucking stars on, on the, yeah. the new section, because, like, mm -hmm. I, it, it's not worth it most of the time, but every once in a while you get someone saying over-sexualized. Yeah. Um, so. A cleavage. Yeah, a I'm, cleavage. I'm always concerned when a cleavage occurs. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, message me on Discord or something and, and, and link the link the Reddit thread, and I'll be happy to we'll start putting these list. together. Hell some, yeah. some really spicy takes. Yeah, that was good. That was awesome. Uh, you ready to, to hop into uh, roundtable? 
Yeah, let's hop into the round table. Um, so last week's question was, in your opinion, what is the hardest matchup slash counterpick? A lot of us, I think we talked about Poppy as like our main one. Uh, I talked mm-hmm. about NASA support. Uh, what our listener said, though, was on Twitter, Dr. Bosk has said, for me, uh, Twitch went 80, 80 carry or Darius went top. I can't even get out of his Q spin, uh, either by going in or out. I just can't avoid getting uh, PP slapped when Twitch goes Q and Viz. Uh, and then there's Morgana support, Vlad anywhere, Kane went slightly ahead, and a bunch of other lesser worries. <laughs> I agree, man. It feels like there's a bunch of characters that uh, are hard counters sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. Rainbow Honeysuckle said, uh, it's niche, but I play a clash game of Lucian top into Kate top. Uh, that shit was unplayable. In general, Poppy <laughs> support hard dicks, Callistas, or Poppy and Deriven. I, I, I completely agree. I, I can't imagine the clash game where you played Lucian top into Caitlyn top. <laughs> that's, that's that sounds insane. But also Callista into Poppy? Holy fuck, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, try... You just can't auto-attack for, like, well, her... They, they play like, Nasus Poppy into your Callista first pick. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do? What do? You play you, you, you probably lane swap, yeah. honestly. Yeah, you, you dodge, lane swap man, for sure. You, you lane swap for sure. Yeah. Um, Elliot uh, from our Facebook said, um, as someone who has transition, transitioned from a support main to most playing top lane, I play Gwen a lot, and she kind of shits on most matchups, but Jace, Yone, and Trainmare are the hardest for me. Hell yeah. Um, from our Discord, one from Skep, he says, to be honest, anything into Silas, that champion is ridiculously strong for no reason. It snowballs super hard with not much counterplay. He builds Everhost, which is decently strong CC item, and only adds to those two CCs and one hard and one slow. Yeah, him with Everfrost, like, it just feels like you're stuck forever, and he's unkillable, yeah. and he gets your ultimate and probably uses it better than you, and it's just sad. Pick Samira. Um, yeah, really. Um, Thresh, uh, sorry, Wild Thane said, uh, uh, Zareth and Velkaz into mage supports. Holy shit, it's the most free lane in the world. No mage support has any idea how to move or play when at range. None of them can dodge nearly as well uh, as mid- mid-mage players. And the longer the game goes, the less relevant they are. It's glorious, completely unpla- uh, unplayable for them at any stage of the game. Yeah, I've seen that matchup like a lot. It's rough for like mm-hmm. mages bottom. Um, mm-hmm. And then also it's from our dis- a big situation of like and anything you can do I can do better yeah. yeah where it's like they're like ah I'm gonna pick this character and and bully some Chad Leona player oh yeah. no oh no wait I'm the Chad Leona now <laughs> yeah. Uh, last two from our Discord, one from Belinsky says the only hard counter is Fiddle into Vlad because Fiddle can drain through Vlad's W. Shout out to old school league cast. Uh, the only I didn't know if Fiddle could do that, but I knew LeBlanc's chains worked like that. Uh, if you chain Vlad before he goes into pool, it just like goes into his pool instantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same thing really with a uh, with a uh, Karma as well. Okay, so like I guess that's a pretty consistent mechanic, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wolf. Yeah, but that that used to be nutty if you did play the the Fiddle into Vlad matchup. Yeah, like what do? Yeah. Um, then X Walford says um, Ivern is a hard counter to Udyr. Udyr runs at you uh, Q root almost. Super root almost down Daisy with shield plus slow knock up keeps him uh, at bay uh, just in time for another Q. Uh, if this wasn't enough, you can steal his camps at ease. Uh, first clear uh, is taking a point in ease Udir before level four is kind of troll. Yeah, Ivern's really good into Udir. I mean, Ivern's good into a lot of characters. I fucking yeah. hate his like, uh, like channel thing into immediately smiting it mechanic. Holy fuck, dude, he just steals mm-hmm. shit early and it's so frustrating. <laughs> um, anyways, though. Uh, this week's roundtable question is: What champion would be from your hometown, and why? Uh, Tom Kench, because I live in a fucking swamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, shit. I mean, like, I feel like the correct answer would be like Jace or something, because I just grew up in like a white ass Midwestern yeah. suburbs. So, like, 
Uh, is there any, hmm, let me, I'm trying to think of, like, what kind of character would have grown up next to a bunch of cornfields in Illinois? <laughs> uh, fiddle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah fiddle. fiddle, yeah. Fiddle, Fiddle's just chilling out there in the corn somewhere. Hey, good answer, good answer. <laughs> and, and, well, I grew up in Crystal Lake, and so, I mean, we got the, the, the Jason horror thing, even though it's not the same Crystal Lake, so. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fiddle, Fiddle can be the fucking abysmal horror in our in our knockoff crystal lake aiden how about you uh for me i'd choose greg i guess i feel like he's like a fucking like farm farmer folk kind of just drinking bum fuck kind of character and i feel like it kind of fits yeah, like a small town farmer type have, feel having a couple bevs with his bud especially a with farmer greg god yeah. i love farmer <laughs> yeah, greg skin yeah or hillbilly hillbilly yeah. greg is hell hillbilly so greg is <laughs> Good. that's so funny cool uh if you want to tell awesome. us let's oh sorry Go i was ahead. gonna say if you want to tell us uh which character uh is from your hometown you can hit us up on our facebook page or twitter at leakcast send us an email or um sorry send us an email at mail at leakcastpodcast.com or come into our discord and post in our roundtable section uh i was just so excited to jump into our next section mail fight First email's from Matt. Hey guys, Matt here. So haven't touched the game now in about a month due to getting permanently banned. Long story short, the tilt got to me as I couldn't seem to get away from people who didn't understand uh, the point of ranked. Point being, I had way too many games with people trying new champions they'd never played before, playing troll combos and admitting to this all in champ select, too many people oblivious to the fact that ranked is created for the purpose of climbing, and some people want to climb. I'm not here to defend myself and ask for your sympathy, uh, so I digress. My question is, do I start again? I don't feel like I'm a hothead in the game, nor do I feel that a break was necessary for me. I think it was just a string of 8-10 to 10 games of which I had a similar group of no-fuck-giving teammates, and that got to me. I've lost 8 years of progress, skins, online friends, and champions. Do I start again? Is it worth the hours? If you guys lost your mains and smurfs, would you call it a career or be inclined to get back to level 30 on a new account? I know there's places to buy level 30 accounts. I did purchase one a couple weeks ago, but feel morally conflicted as I didn't work for it. Actually haven't even logged into it. I love the game and hate the feeling or hate feeling that I'm falling behind in news, patches, champions, and so forth, but I think that's just due to me not really knowing whether to call it an end or try it again. Any guidance is great. Sorry for the long email. Thanks guys, Matt. Um You know, if 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 I lost my account, I can't say that I would play again. Uh but I I know it'd be very difficult to like to not play league. Um I, I think if you enjoy the game, play. You know, there's no reason not to play, um, and there's no reason that you have to play ranked. Uh, I think that's a big. It, it seems like a huge part of why you're frustrated with league, uh, but you say that you still love it. So take that, you know, remove that aspect. Stop playing ranked. Play like play normals. Play ARAMs. Play fun game modes, and uh, take it less seriously, but still enjoy the game. Yeah. I think uh, that's probably the right direction to go. I definitely yeah, I, don't I, think you want to hear it, but like it definitely sounds like you're taking the game a little bit too seriously. Um, but either way, it sounds like you're doing some self-reflecting, which I think is the most important part. So it's good. Yeah, I, I think Aiden, I'm gonna jump on another point. Yeah. That, like again, maybe you don't want to hear this, but in my mind, if you got permanently banned, that means that you've been banned before, most likely, or that it was really, really egregious. Yeah. And so if you go back with a new account back into ranked it'll probably happen again right yeah. like if if you get banned and then you get your account back and you get banned and get your account back and you get permabanned right like 
they're permabanning you because it's a cycle that's repeating and you're not showing reform. Mm-hmm. Now, if you still want to keep playing the game, like, go ahead. Again, I'd say probably then stick to normals or do some real reflection and become, like, hashtag reformed and, like, figure out what it was that was causing issues. And if that just means, like, mute all, turn off chat, and just play the game, then do that. Mm-hmm. Like, again, you don't have to ever type to your teammates, period. Um, yeah, and if you... Uh, that's not to say the things you're experiencing aren't extremely frustrating. Like I absolutely yeah, well, they yeah. are. Um, like, and I've definitely like called people shit at the game, which like, eh, probably not a great thing to do. Um, yeah. yeah. But Nick, Nick's gotten a, you know, permaband like eight <laughs> times, but he's, he's friends with Mr. Riot. And so mm-hmm. he gets his account unbanned. Yeah. No, I think, but I must mean, get frustrated we, at the game. Like for sure. Yeah. But I don't think any of us have ever received a, a chat restriction, no, no, like two week breaks, no permanent bans. I received a five game chat restriction once in my life. Um, but oh, like I, I got, I got a seven day ban in season two. Yeah, and one of the two games they cited were because Warren and Henderson reported. Me. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> because we're, we I were mean, getting absolutely fucking trashed. Like game was over, and I was just sitting in a bush as AP Shaco like. If they come to this bush, they'll die. Otherwise, I'm letting them end. They both yeah. fucking report me. I was pissed. Yeah, I, yeah, but that's I not didn't like... get Santa Baron because of that. Yeah. I don't have the Santa Ooh, Baron icon, Nick. Cringe. Oh. Imagine. I'm switching to it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I mean, it's, it sounds like this is more like a verbal thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, which, like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, turn off chat. Turn off all chat. You know, if, if that doesn't work for ranked play normals if that doesn't work you know maybe it's time to not not play league yeah like we're not here to like a... lecture you like i'm sure you're not really coming here for yeah, this exactly. but like um i don't know I, I definitely think that you've done some self-reflecting but uh really consider if that's what you want to play still um but yeah mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully it all ends up well for you because it sounds like you're pretty mm-hmm. level-headed if you're coming with this at least so and i guess i would throw out there if this is like the first time it happened or you think maybe the, this permaban wasn't justified again we we don't know we haven't seen the chat yeah. logs the ticket anything like that but like they have on permaband people yeah or like they do revise those judgments now and then so again you know if you're doing a lot of reflection and if you know if you're like yeah it was justified then i mean it's your choice to start over or not but if it was really just a series of games that you were like having a really shitty day back to back to back and this was the first time it happened, like, you could reach out to Riot Support, explain that, like, logically, let them know. I mean, the worst thing that can happen is they say no. Yeah. But, you know, showing that you're willing to change, like, again, you know, like, Tyler 1 was permabanned and now is, like, the Premier League of Legends content Maybe should creator. be again. <laughs> Maybe should be again, but that's another question. Yeah. But, I mean, like, like right, he was permabanned and is now, like on riot sponsored events yeah yeah um so yeah. just th- things to think about uh hopefully uh whatever you choose you end up happy with the choice and it's a video game not, yeah it's a video game yeah uh next email from ripping fat doinks hey boys you can call <laughs> me by my summoner name ripping fat doinks been listening to you all for about two months now since season 11 episodes but i decided to write in 
I'll try to keep this one short for everyone's sake, but I've been having a bit of trouble climbing in my ranked games. I started playing League randomly with my friends in February, and I believe that I have at least a comparable uh, grasp on the game. I'm comfortable playing every role and usually perform best on my team in normals and ranked about 70% of the time. That being said, starting out with my placements in Silver 1 uh, and have fallen all the way down to Silver 4 due to some misfortune in my queues. I mainly play Diana mid, but I've noticed that a lot of my games are usually a coin flip on whether we win or lose due to the lower skill level of players in the game. Usually a newer player in bottom or top, and the lack of map awareness and macro play I see from some of the junglers who don't even recognize what a dragon looks like. The amount of LP I gain per game is the same amount that I lose, so it's impossible to keep climbing if I don't keep winning all my games. Uh, even if I do crush my lane, I'm not sure to how to convert that lead into a victory uh, if my team refuses to play with me. I'll spam ping timers, turrets uh, to take, and always let people know when my lane is missing, but it doesn't seem to work. Should I just give up on the old Diana mid and start playing a champion who won me nines, or accept that my main account is completely goofed and start an alternate account for climbing? Um, lots to unpack here, but I guess let's let's start from the top. Um, so, I mean, you're still pretty you're still pretty new to the game. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think obviously number of games is a big thing. And if this is your first season of climbing, one, you're not going to have the same MMR, but you're not going to have the experience of like how long it really does take most players to grind ranks, mm-hmm. um, right? Like there are some players who are going to just climb up, up, up. There are other people who it's like, yeah, it's going to take me 70 games to go up a division, even mm-hmm. if I'm like playing better than that division the whole time so uh, there's going to be some you know experience there um you know when you're identifying that you're usually playing well in like 70 percent of the game like obviously that 30 percent really matters and uh, again when you're you're mentioning that you know you win as much as you lose so you don't have to win every game you have to win more than you lose but if again, let's say you're you're playing super good seventy percent of the time, not so good thirty percent of the time. So right, like three of your hard carry performances just got knocked out, and so now you've got four. Yeah. And so, if you happen to have a shit player on your team, one of those four games, maybe you lose it. If they happen to have a really good player on one of their teams in one of those games, you lose it. And then like if if something happens, coin flip one of those games. You've just lost another, and and now we're down to a 50-50 win rate, mm-hmm. and you don't climb, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, there's a lot that can happen. Uh, in terms of Diana, I think Diana is a 1v9 character. Yeah, she's insane. Right? Um, as someone who's playing with Trevor earlier, um, <laughs> but I would say, I mean, especially you're newer at the game, like, focus on what you can do exclusively, like... There's going to be frustrating things that happen. People aren't going to follow you. Junglers aren't going to take dragons. Um, you just got to do what you can. And especially don't rely on anyone on your team to do anything. So it's like if you're making a play, let's say, that that requires your jungler to come to dragon, be fully repaired, prepared to have an alternative and just like pull out if they don't follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and that's something that I fall into a lot is like I make what I believe to be the right play that requires other people to do things too. And then I don't change that when they don't follow. It's like, I'm going to Dragon with or without my AD carry and jungler. And oh, no, no, I'm dead now. And, and then I flame them in chat and I'm like, well, you should have been there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully those can help. I don't know if you guys have any tips or anything you wanted to unpack from the email. I, I, I just want to say, like, typically when you're in the heat of the moment, it's very easy to see the mistakes that your teammates are making and not your own. Um, I would recommend, like, if you really think that you're, say, crushing, like, 70% of your games, watch, like, a replay or two of a couple of your games and see what mistakes you have made yourself. And then you can maybe, like, help identify, like, maybe some stuff that you could do to improve your games. Because, um... Yeah. I, I do yeah. think that it's probably not 100% truthful, but I don't think that's your fault. Because I think, like, everyone's, like, uh, pretty guilty of, like, thinking that they played well in games where they could have done stuff that uh, they could have improved on and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think the context matters a lot. Where it's like I've, you always have the, the full context yeah. of what's happening in your lane. So, you know, if if I am getting constantly three v one by their jungler, mid laner, and support, and, and I'm playing mid, let's see, like I'm playing Oriana, but their jungler and yeah. support are always mid. And, and if I go like zero one down twenty CS, I'm like, damn, I played really well that game. But yeah. all anyone else in the map is going to see is that I'm 0-1 and down 20 CS. <laughs> and they're going to say, you're a dog shit player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And so, like, when you look bot lane and you see that, like, your AD carry is down 25 CS, maybe, you know, you might not know that their support is actually a master tier smurf pressuring them on every single CS. Or that maybe, like, your jungler came bottom and completely dicked their lane by giving their Caitlyn a red buff. I mean, just, like, the smallest example, like, if a fight goes wrong, like, how often, Mm -hmm. like, I've gotten so much better at not doing this, but, like, how often do you hit tab after and go, oh, my fucking AD carry didn't ult? (laughs) It's like, you have no idea Mm -hmm. the context of if it was even up, if they could have used it, how, like, their fight went at all. You have none of that, but you go, fucking dog shit AD carry, didn't use Mm -hmm. his goddamn ult. Like, that happens so often. Like, (laughs) but it's like, I bet if you watch Mm -hmm. the fight from their point of view, probably seven seven out of ten times like they just couldn't use it or it wasn't up or like whatever but like yeah well, <laughs> you go yeah. come on or man. it was the wrong choice yeah <laughs> man as as a zillion player i get fucking pinged yeah for not ulting so much and it's like it has a range it has a slight cast time mm-hmm. and like also against anywhere decent players like you kind of have to cast it as the killing blow is in the air or uh, the one that gets me a lot is like certain people will just be like nutty fed or uh, someone on our team that should be tanky isn't and i'm like oh shit i didn't i didn't think that that was gonna kill you because you had like half health Mm -hmm. (laughs) but man they love to flame zillions when they don't ult to be fair you've got one good ability like and it's your ultimate no (laughs) it's my pass (laughs) (laughs) cool um Uh, yeah hopefully that helps uh ripping fat doinks and if not maybe just consider uh changing your name just kidding keep it forever (laughs) yeah awesome good luck uh thank you ripping fat doinks um next email is from juice slash jacody uh well i did it i quit league of legends i actually deleted all of my video games i graduated college with a business degree a few months ago while i enjoy my job i enjoy my hobby 
computer programming slash coding a lot more. Uh, I've decided to spend all my free time getting good enough at coding to get a job doing it. It will most likely take me a couple of years, especially because I work full time and I want to see if I can actually follow my dream and reach for the stars. I just want to say uh, thank you guys for providing the best online gaming community I was ever a part of. I'll still be listening to the podcast weekly to keep up with the state of my favorite game. I'll probably hop on the Discord every once uh, every sorry every few months to catch up and learn about how the game is going. Maybe in a couple of years when I accomplish my goal, I can start playing again. Who knows? Maybe League will be dead by then, and we'll have moved on to Dota three. Maybe Elon Musk will have permanently merged organic life forms. Uh, with computers and we will no longer need to play League of Legends because we are League of Legends together. Uh, sorry, because we'll become League of Legends together. Um, either way, I can't wait to see uh, to find out what the future holds for all of us. Sincerely, uh, Juiced slash Decode. Yeah, he's in our Discord um, right now hanging out, so it's cool. Yeah, that's super awesome. Uh, I think a, a, a good thing to remember is a healthy work-life balance. Um, mm-hmm. Don't work yeah. all the time because work sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say that too, where I mean like absolutely follow your passion Mm -hmm. like pursue your dream but don't by any means think that because that's your priority you can't do anything else yeah right like you can have multiple hobbies and multiple passions i I mean just like for example right like league cast is something that all three of us you know put a lot of time and effort into but that doesn't mean we can't do other things and play other games and like have real life friends or like you know nick likes watching football and basketball right like he doesn't have to pick one or the other it's just a matter of balancing so yeah i mean absolutely pursue this thing but if you still want to like run an aram every couple of weeks with your buddies like do that or if you maybe want to be like you know hey once a month I'll, i'll grab like a quick single player story game that i can get through and drop yeah, I, um, I think Nick know, and I... League are, of Legends is a game that can suck all of your time, though. I think Nick and I are, like, very much in the same boat where we both fucking like League a lot right now. Like, we like it a lot. But we're so fucking down that whenever our significant others, like, have time to, like, hang out or do stuff, I would much rather just hang out with my significant other, like, 100% of the time. Oh, absolutely. League. And I love League yeah. right now. This is the most I've loved League in mm-hmm. forever. But it's, like, just whenever, like, she's, like, not available or doesn't want to do stuff, I'll play League. Like, <laughs> but, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, yeah. you just have priorities, right? And you just, like, balance them however, right? It's, it's fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, awesome. Thanks, Jacody, and uh, good luck. Yeah. Uh, next email is from Hfire. Hey, guys. Had this idea a while ago when you were talking about your Patreon content uh, after Zed Talks. Uh, the idea was that League has pretty clear sound design, so doing a quiz to identify champion abilities, etc., based on only the sound clip. Uh, Panda Gaming apparently already did it with their Smash players. Uh, also, a few weeks ago, I had an email that didn't get read. IDK, if you guys just had too many emails or missed it. Uh, also, you guys rock. Even when I don't have time to play League, I still look forward to the podcast slash Patreon show. Thanks again, Hfire. Yeah, um, just want to apologize for that. For, I, I, we had a couple weeks where we had like 18 emails like a week sort of thing, and it probably just got lost as like one of the, like, the first ones that came in that like got missed or whatever. If it was something mm-hmm. important, just resend it, man. If we don't read it, just feel free to resend it. Like, don't feel bad about that at all. Uh, we definitely didn't do it on purpose by any means. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. we, and also, there's, there's, not, there's no emails that we've had to censor in... At possibly ever meet at least a very long time or if we do we like um, mention it like if there's like stuff where people like yeah. have champion kits or whatever we go hey we read x and x's email um but th- we're not gonna read it on the show we'll like we're very transparent about stuff like that so 
Yeah, but just yeah. forward us the email again, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll read it next next week. Yeah, and like if in real time, you know, like you send an email on a Tuesday and it doesn't get read, you know, that Wednesday, like feel free to DM any of us or like throw it in the general chat. Should be like, hey, send an email. Wasn't read. Like, what's yeah. going on with that? We're we're happy to look at it. And vast majority of the time, it's either we like missed it, we thought we grabbed it the week before because of certain mm-hmm. timing, yeah. or like maybe Google did some weird shit and threw it into a spam folder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, every email we're going to read and then probably read on the show. And if not, we're going to talk about for whatever reason, why it wasn't on the show. Um, so yeah, send it again, H fire. Thanks for that email. And as for that idea, man, uh, that sounds fun doing like a quiz. I feel like that would be really, really fun in person. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously that's pretty far away, but that just being in the same room listening to those and like yeah being able to look at each other like fuck i know what this ability is and we're all just like face palming like looking around the room like what character makes that weird slapping sound yeah i i feel like it's gonna be dependent on if we can hear the character's voice casting the ability Mm -hmm. i mean there used to be a site Um, called um it doesn't work anymore i I, like looked at this a couple weeks ago i want to make a youtube video because i think it's a good youtube video um Mm -hmm. but like the site doesn't exist anymore for like lol like sound it was like league of sound or something like that was the name of it the site doesn't exist but i could do it like manually and have you guys do it or something we'll figure something out it'd Mm -hmm. be fun yeah cool thanks h fire uh, next email is Sam from Australia. High League of uh, High League Cast Legends. My hardest matchup would have to be Talon into Cassidy. Any half decent Talon will always kill Cassidy at level two, unless he's behind tier two turret. And even then, he's missing experience. Close second would be Morgana into Udir. Udir can't go anywhere near anything with Morgan the game. Uh, I'd like to say that old champions still have such a big part of the game. Ash is my most played and one of my most enjoyable champions, just behind Zoe. Uh, the slow mechanic on her autos and her E make me feel like I'm ruining every jungler's game. Love the show, guys. Love the theory crafting you get, you do and the passion you all put into the podcast. C9 Fudge for President, Sam from Australia. Yeah, honestly, Talon, uh, or, uh, Talon into, into most mages is really rough. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, Cassidy into Katarina is one of the easier matchups in the game. I, I know uh, yeah. I played it a couple times uh, when I was spamming uh, Tank Cassidy last season, uh, and it was uh, remarkably easy uh mm-hmm. how how that how that matchup went i i was gonna mention though the tank cassadin into talon where it's like cassadin does have the option to just go like tabby into all armor sorry steel caps into all armor yeah. mm-hmm. and talon can probably still get a, an easy kill on you early if you're not you know smart about it but you know talon is one of the few mages that can literally go like four tank items and still be a huge damage threat yeah, he's a little you mean Cassidy. yeah Cassidy. Yeah. Cassidy. sorry yeah that's that's the one i know what champions are i play log of legend <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah thank you sam um, thank next, you sam yeah next email from hexen hey everyone just a quick one on the topic of your conversation last week about people calling for clg to be replaced as a fan of soccer i see this argument all the time by part-time commentators and fans online there seems to be this belief that there is some undiscovered talent that these orgs just haven't seen yet and that a new org is just going to be re-rolled and might be really good nothing accounts for experience and it exactly as you guys said if clg is replaced the new org will likely just hire people with experience at that level businesses who want to profit or succeed do not take risks 
Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. If CLG gets dropped, three at minimum three of those players are going right back into the LCS ecosystem, if not on the replacement team of whoever buys that spot. <laughs> like mm-hmm. n- nothing changes, man. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm fully expecting it to happen. By the way, yeah, I think uh, the the Reddit hate hate group is out to uh, out to ensure that it does happen. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 on their CLG witch hunt. Yeah. And then oh, I never man. have to watch LCS again. Actually, that would be I, so I, sad. Th- we talked about it like last week, but there's no, I don't think there's any way CLG gets replaced. It fucks up Riot's whole ecosystem way more than they would ever want it to. So, yeah, I think it. I think they're they're gonna block it because it yeah. like it really discourages big investment. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also just like from a from a historical standpoint, like right, CLG and TSM. Like, I guess, going back, were NA, and now it's, like, TSM, C9, Liquid, R, NA, but I still think CLG is, like, a big enough historical org that if they forced them out on not their own terms, they would, like, piss off a lot of the older fan base. I could see them... CLG just coming to like themselves and saying, "Hey, we're going to sell." Whether or not it's actually like pushed in the back mm-hmm. or not, but there's no way they publicly oust them. I I think that fucks up their yeah. ecosystem so much. Mm. But uh, yeah, I- I'm glad you uh, like us defending CLG. I-, I think they deserve to still be in <laughs> LCS. Thanks, Hexen. Uh, next emails from KC. Hey there, Lee Cast hosts. Uh, thanks for being awesome. Uh, I'm writing this because for the last six years, I've had a t-shirt from the 2015 meetup in my possession. There are a number of phrases on the t-shirt, and I don't know the context for most of them. No need to elaborate on all of them, but I was curious if any of these sparked stories that would be fun to share on the podcast. Here they are. Trust, pizza, you're not wrong, Rob, no, stop, we invade, uh, here it is on my top shelf, chicken tendies, GG, uh, mate, user's been kicked from the server, Steve, hit it. Y'all said pizza. Uh, peace, Casey. <laughs> Huh? You also said the the second one wrong. Oh, I did. Sorry, pizza, pizza. Oh, I haven't done it in a while. Yeah, pizza. pizza? Uh, so, needless to say, we do remember most of these. Yeah, uh, three of them are mine. I feel like we should talk about these. Uh, sure. A uh, so insight back to the past. I Aiden should talk about trust. Yeah, trust is just mine. I like I just do dumb shit in league, like stuff that Colton does in league all the time. But mm-hmm. if anyone questioned, I would just say trust. <laughs> no, just trust. Yeah, so, so trust is what you say when you have a bold play and you need backup. Yeah. yeah. And, and Aiden is spot on. Like, this was his thing. But but him and I are on the same yeah. fucking wavelength on this, especially, like, back then and when we're dicking around in, like, normal games. Like, it, it is full trust. Aiden tells me it's, like, it's level two and there are five of them under the tower and he says we're diving. Yeah. And I say... Hell yeah, I trust. <laughs> yeah, we do this right. Like I'll be like, "Come on, Aiden, we're going." And I'm on Zelini. He's like, "All right, we're fucking doing it." Pizza is um, just pizza with like a high pitch, like pizza. Uh, I don't know why that happened, but anytime, uh, I mean, the funniest part was anytime anyone said pizza normally, we'd say, "What did you say?" What did you say? <laughs> until you until they said yeah. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, you're not wrong. Is just some way to begrudgingly yeah. agree with someone where mm-hmm. it's like. I don't like the point you're making, but it's it's not technically incorrect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that a lot. Uh, Rob's no stop was just when Rob did anything ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we invade with something that like I would invade all the time. It's crazy. How much Every single normal game. I hate invade, man. I was talking to Trevor. I think like maybe it's because I'm playing League at a like a decent level right now. Fucking invades ruin League of Legends. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. But I did every single fucking game all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's just literally saying like, let's coin toss this game at thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it only happened when I was jungling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, always. Every time Nick is jungling, I say no. Fuck you, Nick. We're invading. It's like, but Colton, I'm playing Shaco. I need to set up exactly. Boxes. But Colton, I'm I playing say a no. Mumu. Yeah. We invade. We invade. Here it is on my top shelf. It's just like top cack. Uh, top cack. Yeah. yeah, that's where you keep your cack on the top shelf. Yeah. yeah. Chicken tendies, just like I mean, everyone should get chicken tendies. That's yeah, pretty good boy points. Mm-hmm. Chicken tendies. Good, good old yeah. Uh, GG mate mm-hmm. is like a Steve thing. Um, mm-hmm. our, from our old uh, Teamspeak server. Um, users yeah. would kick from the servers just uh, if anyone said anything dumb we would just immediately kick them and then it would like say that <laughs> and then Steve hit yeah. it just yeah. like another like yeah Steve from our uh, old TeamSpeak server yeah our, our boy Listener, Steve had yeah. a soundboard yeah and so he would he would place the whole time and yeah the user kick we, we would use the kick feature all the time as a joke yeah. between yeah. each other not not ever or very very rarely as an actual punishment but it's like Nick would make a, like a, a joke and I, like I would roast him back and like one of us is just going to kick the other one yeah. as a punchline. Yeah. Or, you know, someone will say, like, some of the punchline half the time was just the, you know, the robot voice of TeamSpeak announcing that somebody got kicked. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, so, Casey. Uh, glad Thanks, you still have your shirt. I still have that shirt, too. I have it yeah, as same. well. Nice. Look at us wearing shirts. Poggies. <laughs> Next email from Connor. Uh, what's up, Leadcast? Long-time listener, first-time emailer. The season has been a rough one for me. So far, I've been bouncing around bronze, being demoted a total of 12 times. And I gotta say, it's quite frustrating. I play mainly jungle with top and support sprinkled in. Uh, this season, my win rate is abysmal, far below last season. Among my friends, I am known as the Warwick, Zack, and J4 guy. This season, I'm Ed Freelanth. <laughs> what does that mean hmm. i think that's just his his summoner name now i don't know I, that's full. i don't know it feels clue. like he says it like it's like ah of course he's ed this freeland season, i've yeah ed freeland hmm, <laughs> and gotten better substantially with warding but i don't but it doesn't seem to be helping yeah, man, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> uh, just recently, though, I-, I was trying to think of, like, what that could have been an autocorrect There's no from. clue. That's fine. Uh, just though. recently, though, I had a game that has made me want to play mainly Warwick. I went 32, 7, and 19, <laughs> and essentially became the carry. It was one of the most fun games I've ever played, even though it lasted 57 minutes. Jesus. So what I'm trying to say is, should I stop trying to play for comps and more uh, who my absolute best plays are. I like trying to fill out comps on uh, if my team needs a tank, more AP, AD, etc. Uh, is that a bad mentality? Whenever I do that, I always play champions. I know how to play, but is too many picks a bad thing? I have a decent amount of time on about 20 different champions that I can play jungle, so I'm pretty versatile in character selection. Uh, so in turn, what champs would you recommend on maining jungle currently? Um, so Connor, I'm a player very much like you that I, I want to pick a good character for the comp, and I have a lot of characters that I feel like I play like pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are characters I play much, much better that I a lot of times choose not to pick because I think that they're bad in the comp or there's something better. I mean, the answer for solo queue is is just play your best character mm-hmm. every single game. Yeah. Because, um, again, 
there are hundreds of one tricks who play one character, make it to high, you know, master challenger, and are constantly playing that character regardless of how they fit in the team comp. Like, we have a Lucian mid and a, and a fucking Tristana top. I'm still gonna oh, play well. Callista. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still gonna play Callista jungle, and we're gonna have four A carries. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? They they pop off on on uh, sorry Kindred, and they they still do fine. So I mean, play uh, what you're good at, play what you like. I don't know, Aiden, what do you, you go for? Just like just like to contextualize it even more, like the best players in the world, like pro players. Yeah, they have big champion pools, but still, like look what a mid laner in LCS plays or a jungler plays in LCS yeah. over a split, and it's not because like they only play like the best things. It's because they only have X amount of time and X amount of like capacity to like have picks in their arsenal that like mm-hmm. picking something that you're not scrimming eight hours a week uh, as like as at a professional level is just not worth their fucking time right and it's not because they can't play like zach who maybe isn't the best jungler in the world or whatever it's because they're not scrimming it they're not playing it enough they they want to be playing stuff that they're like they know the ins and outs of like perfectly um, and I think that applies mm-hmm. to solo queue even more. Like you, you play less than pro players by a lot. It doesn't mean that you can't have a big champion pool. It just means that when you play those characters, you're probably going to be less prepared playing them than someone else who's like one tricking a character is. Yeah. Yeah. And again, especially like the lower elo you get, the less uh, having like a really proper composition really matters. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, right. If, if we're at you know semifinals of worlds and they pick that 480 carry team comp, <laughs> they, they lose like 99 yeah they lose because the other team picked like ran this malphite Tarek. Mm-hmm. yeah um but in solo queue there's gonna be only one person who who bought steel caps and not a single bramble vest <laughs> I do like, like the idea of fucking SKT drafting quad eighty carry <laughs> <laughs> at like a finals, and then that every team just yeah. goes, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, That's so funny. Uh, so good luck in your climb. Uh, also, consider getting placed in Iron Four because then you can't get demoted. True. And then you don't have to worry about demoting. Also, I think like it's a, it's a little like unfair to say I've been demoted twelve times because you've also probably been promoted at least at least like ten times. <laughs> Right to stay in this in in bronze, um, I think demoting from like plat or or, or from for like bronze two to bronze three is like uh, it sucks, but it's not a big deal. Also, like like it, like it was last season. Yeah, I was gonna say like you have to change your mindset of like what demotions are. Demotions are yeah exactly. way a way more normalized thing in your climbing experience this season than they have mm-hmm. ever been. Um, it's very normal yeah. to drop Ima- and Im- come back up. Imagine it adds one extra game. Yeah. Uh, to your to your climb versus the potentially like seven in worst case scenario. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I guess five worst case. It was scenario a lot though. Between, yeah. Compared. Yeah. Yeah. If it's if it's between divisions. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Thanks, Connor. Our last email is from T One Sharko. Uh, Haley Cast, this is my first email to you since picking up your podcast about a year ago. It got me through my days at work each week, and now I look forward to each coming episode. I wanted to get some thoughts on what I'm going through. I've been playing since Vi's release, season two or three, uh, and was a silver player until last year when I decided to actually put more effort into playing better. And then I hit gold to what felt uh, gold uh, 
to what felt almost effortlessly done. I've uh, considered my champion pool to be much larger than the average player, but lately I've been noticing that when I play some champions I've been playing for years in higher elo, it looks like I'm speed running 010 power spikes. For example, I really like playing Lee Sin, but I can't for the life of me do anything mechanically correct with him. As someone who has been uh, who is very competitive in nature and takes pride in my hobbies such as league, uh, it's been quite taxing to my mental, and I'm feeling like I've learned the game incorrectly and feel the need to reconfigure my brain to play at a higher level I want to play at. Um, do you have any short, uh, sort of advice to get me on the right track to finding success toward my goals? Thanks for taking the time to read this email, T1 Charco. P.S. I know this is a long email, but I really didn't know how else to make it shorter, and I just wanted to follow the trend everyone else does and point out the length of their email smiley face. Thanks, Charco. Um, and also, shout out, he's a new patron this yeah. week. So yeah. I was yeah. like, I knew that name from earlier. I mm-hmm. have a lot um, of advice here, because I, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, I think, yeah, in general, it. like, good for you, like, for uh, climbing. It feels really good to uh, hit a yeah. new peak, uh, no matter if you try or not. Um, as for, like, playing characters that you want to play, it's not like, I mean, I guess in theory, you can learn the game wrong, right? You can't. Okay, not wrong but you can learn the game in a not proper way right i mean whether that's not using f keys whether that's not playing unlock screen whether it's not using quick cast whatever whether that's not playing mechanically difficult characters um but the only way to do it man is just playing those characters i would like either on your main account if you don't care too much about your mmr or on a surf account play 100 games of Lee Sin in a row. Guess what? You'll mm-hmm. learn how to do shit. And also, like characters like that Lee, like Lee Sin that are very execution heavy, you can practice that stuff in the practice tool. You can set up a bunch of dummies and just practice like insects, like kick, kicking uh practice dummies into other practice dummies. You can practice like a bunch of stuff like that in the practice tool pretty easily. Um honestly just like you need to play like 100 games of this character and you, you'll learn them. A lot of it will become muscle memory and you'll feel a lot better about yourself. Um I definitely think you should be playing characters that you enjoy or that you want to enjoy. It's good for you. Yeah, I wanted to jump in on this as well because this is something I uh, I think experience a lot. I think when, you know, the, the line of like, when I play some characters that I've been playing for years, I end up speedrunning like, oh, 10 power spikes. Yeah. So I think part of that is that like your familiarity baits you and you get greedy, or at least that's what I do, where like... If I'm playing Zillion, if I don't int pre-6, I'm going to do fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I get so greedy, like, I can try for this kill, or, like, I can get these extra 2 CS, and I probably won't die, or, you know, all of these things that I'm, like, convincing myself that I end up, like, taking chances I, I didn't need to take. Whereas when I'm playing something that I'm, like, newer on or slightly less familiar... I lean back on, like, the good habits and base mechanics that I do have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that is why, for, like, a very long time, whenever I would first-time a character, I would do amazing. Because, like, I'm I'm not risking nearly as much. And I'm like, what can I do? That, you know, what are all of the 100% plays available to me? Because I have no idea how to calculate anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Right, because, like, yeah, if I'm if I'm playing Zillion, and you guys can attest to this, I try for the stupidest fucking plays, or, like, I take the weirdest angles yeah, and have, absolutely. like, the oddest plans, and it's, like, sometimes it really works out, and sometimes it, it bites me in the ass, but, like, if I'm playing Ziggs and I haven't touched that character in a year and a half, I'm not trying that shit. Yeah. I'm just, like, well, I'm gonna sit under tower and throw bombs from a distance. 
Um, so that, that that might be part of it. Uh, again, yeah. Lee Sin in particular, like Aiden was saying, super mechanical heavy characters. You gotta practice, 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 and like if you haven't played them in a little bit, you're gonna come back and not be able to execute. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully those are helpful tips. Good luck on your climb, and congrats on the climb. Then. And thanks for subscribing to us on Patreon. I hope you enjoy those Zed Talks, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, that'll be it for this episode of LeeCast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can send us an email, mail at LeeCastPodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch at BlueBasket and at LeeCastFrost. Tweet at us at LeeCast on Facebook. We are LeeCast. Uh, visit our website, LeeCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord, LeeCastPodcast.com forward slash Discord. There's a widget on the homepage. You can send us an email, and I'll get you an invite real quick. Uh, and then finally, support us on Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash LeeCast. Uh, just $1 a month will get you access to a lot more hours of LeeCast. Um, so thank you guys so, so much, much for listening. content. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next uh, next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.